0: And Welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for Lapsed fans. I am your host ZZ. And I'm Liz. And Liz, there's been so much news this week. I, I hate to jump right into things because, you know, nor- normally it's a podcast. We're supposed to banter back and forth a little bit, uh, uh, set the mood. But I think there is such a huge elephant in the room this week. We've just we've just like immediately need mm. to start picking this apart
1: a huge golden elephant in the room
0: a huge subscription si- box sized elephant in the room the wizarding world gold service is finally here uh and by finally i mean like it, it took them like three months to to get there i still don't I, I would still love to know why there was such a delay there when nothing seems to have changed much but yes the the service that um uh, i believe MuggleNet leaked uh, uh uh several months ago uh the subscription service for Harry Potter fans that is replacing Pottermore is live uh what do you what do you think about this like before before we get into the details what's your like gut reaction when you saw this was real and was happening
1: um i guess not surprised because it was leaked right mm-hmm. um <laughs> it felt like a sneaky announcement as in, I've seen no buzz about it, but at the same time, it's kind of nothing, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's surreal. Like I, um, I mean, I, I remember you know one of the one of the major things that we covered back when the leak happened is that like MuggleNet leaked this thing, and then like immediately published like that really scathing op ed that was like, this is bad, like this is wrong for fans this is uh this feels exploitative it like the the package as described in this leak does not like have anything worthwhile in it and wb's response was like oh this is just a test run right like this is just an internal document that's supposed to be like you know this is what it could look like
1: what the hell does that mean can will they take your money yet like could i go and sign up right now and pay and give my credit card number and and do this is it completely launched
0: yeah well sort again sort of because it's on pre-order how you pre-order a subscription service i have no fucking clue but that is what the language is right now
1: do i have to pay to pre-order
0: i hmm, well uh we can we can try we can try it live how about we can we can let's
1: let's do that i'm going i'm gonna go to wizarding world gold no, wizardingworld.com, Pottermore. Yes. Pottermore.
0: Oh, it Project. has this RIP. this
1: hand, handsome uh, uh, picture here of Newt set opposed to Harry Potter, the mm. two the two main characters. Register Wizarding World, the home of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts, register now. I've already registered, so let's let's go ahead and log in here. Log in with my passport.
0: that handy dandy work. passport already already paying dividends
1: it's thinking welcome back my passport is materializing oh there i am in slytherin wicked <laughs> thank you
0: hello everyone mm. i i have i have set up a soundboard by the way
1: my wand my patronus so where do i sign up for wizarding world gold
0: wizarding world Gold. join gold
1: membership settings member since 16th of May 2019 and there's a little button that says join gold pre-order I have to put in my birthday I'm doing so
0: yeah this is I mean this is this is very adult content you need to make sure that no children are going to be getting the uh wide swath of content here
1: (sighs) They are telling me to put in my email as if I didn't log in with my Mm. email. So it's having me put in my billing address.
0: (laughs) Now now make sure that you're not actually paying for this. This sounds like it's if you're get if you're already at billing address, it might
1: No, I'm I'm get I'm getting it. You're doing it? (laughs) Well, no, I don't have my credit card in front of me. Wow. Oh, yep. I, yep. It the next screen it, pre-order gold. Uh subtotal 74.99, sales tax 6.29, uh bringing my total to 81.28 per year. Yeah.
0: So let's let's this is a great segue into let's get into this. This is a $81 a year service that gets you so many wonderful things like uh a journal.
1: Wait, which, wait, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. So it it has a play like i can put in my credit card i can hit buy now charge my card and mm-hmm. then it says your subscription will run for 12 months from official gold launch later in autumn 2019
0: yeah they've only got like a month and a half when because winter solstice is what the 20th 21st 2019
1: <laughs> you will be no- what so they haven't even got it set up yet there are no refunds for this purchase
0: so the, okay, so they have not even so that they they have they rolled this thing out, but it's a pre-order. How you pre-order a subscription service? I will never understand. Uh, so, <sighs> good job, good job, WB. This this sounds great. Uh, this service you'll be for the, for the low low price of um, seventy five dollars a year. I love. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter, and I think it's a, a a a really funny observation. I don't understand why they are advertising it. I mean, I guess I guess it sounds like the only option is to pay in a lump seventy five dollar chunk. There's no like monthly fee option here, right. is there? No, it no. Uh, which is 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 bizarre because uh, th- th- like if if they had it set up the other way, you could buy you you could advertise it as like oh this is only for the low low price of you know 6 dollars a month or whatever but it's 75 dollars a year and that's the only option and i'm assuming that's because it comes with the, like the physical book that they are probably putting at least some effort into printing which makes me wonder why they aren't just selling the fucking book
1: um have you lo- did you look at the the book there's a um there's a an article um on the leaky cauldron they sent them an advanced one Ooh. to look at um oh. it's it's very elaborate um keep in mind i'm not saying that it's worth it i'm just saying that it is <laughs> fairly elaborate in that right. it is all personalized to your house which you might think like well well yeah there's four houses they can just make four different kinds um <laughs> but your net your name is printed in it um let me pull up the leaky
0: oh. Mm, that means I might have to do it because you know what my name is officially on Pottermore? What? It's Streetcast. Oh
1: shit. Well wait uh, until wait until I tell you uh what you'll find in it. Um if mm-hmm. I can get to this stupid website. Hold on. I mean this great website, parody only, uh <laughs> here at the Streetcast. Uh exclusive preview. So Thank you. Um, so so your name is printed in it. It says, you know, hello there. And then the person on the leaky cauldron, uh, uh, their name is Emma. So it says, hello there, Emma. Here's your personalized journal. There's some kind of pages about, about your house, who else is in your house, why you're in your house, and how cool that is. But my favorite part is this um, little like insert, and it has your name spelled out. Uh, so in this case, it's Emma. And each letter corresponds to like why you're in your house. So, oh, so let me, is it an so acrostic? Th- uh, so it's E for Emma. Embrace, embrace your house colors. Blue is a strong look. M, mar- M, marvel at Ravenclaw's long line of masterminds. Another M. Many great Ravenclaws came before you. And A always try to be logical even when it's a bad day
0: oh no <laughs> i need to get this for street ca- could you imagine about- we could like make a shirt out of that like the street cast version of that like
1: <laughs> we yes i i mean uh, that's so many letters
0: that's a <laughs> I lot thought- of letters it's I, a lot yeah. of letters that's incredible that's and and it's interesting that they have an example there of a name that has I mean you know th- this is not rare but they 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 clearly had to write multiple options for each letter uh in case in case someone has the same letter in their name multiple times and I wonder what the limit on that is like if you if you signed up for mm, god to, to to be to be someone with infinite disposable income I would just start making accounts with stupid fucking names I just, like, put my name as mmm or something. Yeah,
1: I want to see the keyboard smash name.
0: <laughs> right. Like, like what, like what? how many did they write for each letter? How many sentences? Oh, that's so enticing. Oh, my yeah. God.
1: Yeah, and, and apparently there's some sort of, like, interactive portion slash puzzle, and you, like, it's make like a AR little collage. And, yeah. And it's a whole thing. Like I said, it is elaborate. Is it $80? Elaborate? I I guess that that is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? So, so, so zooming out a bit, you get this book that is the main selling point of this thing. Like, like that is their big like. This is your special gift for joining the subscription service, but the the part that's weird is like like I think that this book seems like it, it seems like a solid like that's a fine piece of merchandise. I guess like that's cute. What I don't understand is. If that's the only thing they really have going for this service, why bother making it a service? Because if you look at the other stuff that's on uh, on offer, so you have your magical welcome gift, which is uh, the postcard size print of J.K. Rowling's sketch of Hogwarts. Uh, I saw
1: that again, and I I laughed out loud. That that's what they're offering. It is,
0: <laughs> it is so funny because it's like it's cute, like like. But but one, J.K. Rowling is not an artist. So that, that's not a dig at her, but like like that is not something. That is like oh damn I can't wait to have like hang that up in my house and also is available else like you can buy that print from Pottermore's web or I or whatever they are they're calling the store now like that that was one of the things you could buy already right uh, and in
1: in a larger than a postcard size for sure yes. Um and, and honestly. Um, because i have the, the like copy of um beetle the bard that comes with some some <laughs> prints of her illustrations that that i'm mm-hmm. that we've seen and, and they're like a lot of like characters and stuff and and they're cute like they're all yeah. like you know you're writing a book and you doodle doodle the characters or whatever i think those are better illustrations than like the the like just very rough like um, hogwarts sketch it's more of a what i would say is like a fan curiosity than something that i would want on a print
0: it was a tool she drew for herself to keep the writing consistent right right like like it's just like okay the the, the castle's here the lake's here etc cetera, et cetera. like it's it's a it's a mental map it's not a uh, like she has yeah i like the she has the illustration of Hagrid that's really cute there's the like professor sprout one that i really like hmm she has some cute cute drawings uh so that's a weird choice you get the pin which is a little pin that's a key on it okay. which doesn't really scream harry potter um i guess it's a winged key maybe that, sure. that's sure i think um, that's a very
1: popular tattoo for for harry potter is it oh yeah people, i guess, I guess yeah. that
0: makes sense uh and that's it for the physical rewards. so so you just get the book which is the main thing and then you get a postcard and a pin um but this is the part that is, that is really weird because, like, that stuff is cool, I guess. Like, like that is, a, that is a product that I would not bat an eyelid at if I just saw it in, like, the Harry Potter store, right? Or, like, yeah, I'd probably could, be like,
1: oh, it's a little steep, but yeah, okay, yeah,
0: but, it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's whatever not for me. But the part where it is a subscription service that gives you access to content, this is the weird shit. So they have this bullet pointed list here, even more magic. As well as your welcome gift, a 12-month Wizarding World Gold subscription will also give you Wizarding World Originals, our new exclusive video series set to unravel the mysteries and uncover the secrets from all corners of the Wizarding World. So, what? Th- th- it's what? like a, a streaming service, sort of, but it's the the vague description here. We, we had sort of hypothesized that like oh yeah the, the, like this this when the leak happened we were like this is real but when they announce it they will have something more meaty to announce for like the streaming portion right like we were like oh is this going to come hand in hand with a marauders show uh or a cursed child show like like tie-in thing like like something to get people on the hook for a, a, a sub right yeah um but this okay here's here is my and maybe this is a little tinfoil hat maybe this is a little galaxy brain but it says set to unravel the mysteries and uncover the secrets of all corners of the wizarding world do you want to know what i bet that's going to be at least at launch Hmm. i bet they're going to be dumping all of the dvd features online
1: yeah love to love to watch the dvd features
0: I mean, um, I do. They're, but they are they're,
1: they're going to drop the extended Bellatrix Hermione scene. That's what they're uh, going to
0: do. Oh. Well, okay, we have to subscribe then. Um, but yeah, like so so they 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 have not said anything about like what the video content's going to be. Then it goes on all 7 ebooks of the original Harry Potter series.
1: Who is this for?
0: <laughs> who who in who who has like the uh, the thought in their head? Damn, I want to pay $75 for a Harry Potter fan club does not have the seven books available to them.
1: I guess it I guess if they have them and they're like I I read Harry Potter every year um and I just have like the hardback versions mm. and they're so burdensome and I'm carrying <laughs> them around. I read them I read them so much, they're falling apart and then all of a sudden it's like okay, well, I also have this brand new tablet or or e-reader or whatever so i can i can just read them that way that's my most generous like okay that makes sense
0: uh so and they're also only available for as long as you subscribe which like i mean that makes sense right it is a subscription service but that's really funny to square with the fact that if you were to like buy the harry potter ebooks like if that was what you were like subscribing for i think that would come to like less than 50 bucks to buy all 7 of those. I th- I'm try- I I'm trying to think. Are-
1: I just I just bought Half-Blood Prince um on Amazon or whatever. Uh like an e-book and I feel like it was maybe maybe 6.99? Yeah. Something like yeah.
0: that? So 7 times 7? I'm very dumb.
1: 49. That would
0: be. Okay. Yeah. So so I was right almost uh uh next collectible pin badges you'll receive the first pin badge in your welcome gift but there are more to collect so okay so there's more physical rewards i guess that's something this is where it starts getting really weird special events access gold subscriber events through the year such as the wizarding world gold christmas party in the great hall at warner Bros. studio tour london
1: uh are they gonna pay to fly me out there or
0: (laughs) hey if they did Shrieking Shack, uh, a live coverage of the Wizarding World Gold Christmas Party in the Great Hall at Warner Bros. Studio Tour London. Uh, Wonderful. i for it, I suppose. Uh, exclusive discounts. Enjoy discounts from the WizardingWorld.com shop, platform, 9 and 3 quarters store in London Kings Cross Station, and then just l- like lists a bunch of physical stores. Which, this is... You're paying $75 a year for the privilege of getting a small discount on money that you are also giving to WB.
1: I mean, I guess there, there is a person out there that spends that – like, there, there's a break-even point there, right?
0: Yeah, I guess. I, I, it does say the
1: – I've just watched so many shopping sprees at the Wizarding World
0: yeah, like gift store mm, on YouTube. Mm. Uh, but what's weird about this and, – and, like, this, this goes for the whole thing aside from the physical rewards – i maybe i'm wrong or maybe i'm like very out of date here Mm -hmm. on like how this kind of marketing is done but these are things that like used to be covered by the old school like fan club like i was part of the star wars fan club when i was a kid in the 90s right and like that meant i got sent a magazine oh or like the lego fan club that was another one where it's like i got sent a magazine like a star wars magazine and a lego magazine and like every season or whatever they would send you a tiny lego set or like a uh like a like a star wars like like i I, it might have been an exclusive action figure or it might have been a like a poster or something but like you would you would get like some kind of physical reward but you paid maybe postage i think and and Otherwise, it was free because it was like you're doing like it's a marketing tool, right? Like it's keeping you excited about Lego or keeping you excited about Star Wars and showing you Star Wars and Lego events and and toys and stuff that are coming out that you might spend money. Like like it is not I was not paying seventy five dollars a year for the privilege of being marketed to. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, in in Harry Potter terms, like if you got if you paid just like a little bit. Right. I'm thinking like, you know. 30 bucks a year at most and they sent you like pins every now and again even like quarterly or something. Mm-hmm. I mean it keeps it in your mind for when the next fantastic beasts movie that's been delayed by like 10 years <laughs> comes out and you remember to go see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so weird like like this is a this should be a marketing tool where the effort on the part of the participant is minimal, right? Like like it's it's good it's little goodies that you get in exchange for like being tuned like it's you know it's the it's what used to be uh what you would do instead of signing up for like an email newsletter you know and sign up for the fan club and, and, and get 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 all the hot news as soon as it hits the presses uh you get priority booking for the most popular wizarding world events and locations including the cursed child shows in london new york and san francisco and the studio tour it doesn't really quite make clear what priority booking means there
1: yeah i mean i guess that's valuable to someone right
0: yeah yeah But, but like again the person who's paying for this has probably been to those things i mean like you know maybe they're banking on repeat visits or whatever but like if you are a hardcore enough fan to be like oh shit i need that discount you've probably seen the cursed child i would imagine uh unless the discount is so like like what kind of discount are we talking here like 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 Uh, you know, Chris child tickets are, are not cheap.
1: Uh, I I mean, I, I, I'm very ignorant, of all of this because i uh, i don't know anything about broadway really um but is it not a thing where it's like most tickets are you know three to five hundred dollars but there are those like flash sales of like 30 dollar tickets occasionally
0: yes. so yeah they, it could there be, will be priority for
1: those which which oh, then that's the a great th- deal mm-hmm. right
0: okay yeah yeah if you're if you're getting priority booking on the on the runoff tickets and maybe yeah uh You get early access to limited edition Wizarding World merchandise. Again, the the opportunity to pay Warner Brothers more money. Uh, uh, Merchandise ranges and curious collectibles before they go on general release. Uh, And then plus plenty of perks, including quizzes and puzzles. Chances to win once in a lifetime experiences. This is the vaguest one. Uh, And then much, much more. The once in a lifetime experiences thing is so interesting to me
1: hmm very Uh, enticing
0: there is a uh a a, like dedicated landing page that explains some of the stuff in more detail like you can see some of the pins some of them are kind of cute if you're a pin collector i guess i am i am not but uh but but they're they're all right wizarding world originals they do not really say anything ah mm, you know what actually they do say this thing and i am right i guess Learn more about the creative talent and craftspeople who bring you closer to the magic, and discover our pick of behind-the-scenes content from the archive.
1: Ooh, DVD so that bonus is, features! That is the DVD
0: bonus features. I was correct. <laughs> uh, their their image for the uh, uh, once-in-a-lifetime experience is a very funny stock photo of of a couple like picking some hors d'oeuvres off of a off of a tray, which
1: I oh, really sounds want. Great.
0: Oh, I can't wait to go and experience uh, 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 whatever this is.
1: I'm gonna br- bring around uh, trays with uh, flutes of butter beer, flutes of cream soda, <laughs> flutes
0: of cream soda, and I and I say no thanks. I'm waiting for the borange beer to come around, please. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is bonkers. I mean, it's it's. I think this is just another weird, like brick in the road of just like what's going on with this franchise right now and like like the the this uh, the, the wheels are spinning that movie like the movie being delayed that long and also the last movie just like not really lighting the world on fire has just left this this like fandom in such a weird lurch where like like this this website change seems completely random i don't know who it's for I I can't imagine this thing. I mean, like people are going to buy that book, right? Like, like they they have done a nice job with that book, um, the journal or whatever. Sure, I,
1: so I it's think, a bit of an eighty dollar book to me, right? Like, like yeah, uh, I would not willing. It's well, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh, it, yeah. the the book The book is uh, insanely overpriced, but like, I get it. Like, it, it is a nice product. Um, but the rest of this is just so vague and the uh the perks on offer are so geared towards like continued like purchases that it's hard because like without knowing like what's around the corner like if if, you know if there was a, a new movie coming out this year and you knew that like cool movie props or merch or something were coming out like they could at least have an example of like here's what you you know can buy it before anyone else or whatever like like at least that would be something but just just telling someone like yeah you'll be able to buy stuff it's so it's so funny that the leak was so long ago and we sort of figured like oh you know uh this this this'll this'll they'll pad this out before it gets you know released to the general public and it really did not
1: no, maybe we'll find out more when it's ready to release, but then why announce it ahead of time like yeah, that? It, it's so strange. Um, I, I'm kind of laughing to myself at the prospect of how much money. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to be said about how everything is becoming a subscription these days. And I don't like mm-hmm. super want to get into it here. Um, the idea of of stuff as a service, like things that you you owned before. Um, Mm -hmm. that that now can just be taken away from you at any time Mm -hmm. uh, or as long as you don't continue to pay and there's something like extremely um, darkly funny to me about paying so much for the privilege of having harry potter the series as ebooks like you are paying (laughs) presumably they want you to pay every year forever to read books that we all like we all stood in line and bought and just have on our shelves right like that's so crazy
0: it's dark you're right it's but it's 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 really funny to think about not only is you know is is the broad world of like you know we are we are reinventing cable but for every product under the sun right like Mm -hmm. uh and, and that sucks but it's really funny thinking about this in comparison to like what disney is doing advertising their fucking subscription service which to be clear i'm not saying like damn that seems great but at least in terms of like you know observing how they are selling a product to consumers like you see i i just imagine that like someone at wb saw disney rolling out like Guess what, you fucking nerds! We got a, a a TV show about Mandalorians. You like those? We've got uh, we're we're doing all the Marvel TV shows. We've got all of the animal documentary, and like he was just like, "Fuck, we've got to do that with with our stuff." And all they have is Harry Potter, which is a series that concluded twenty years ago, right? Like they don't.
1: Yeah, the the, the offering here is so anemic. compared to something like that like uh, i ebooks we guess the stuff on pottermore that's what i can't figure out because people i mean i i think that the the worry about this has finally rolled over to the like greater fandom at large um and people are starting to like worry that stuff is going to get paywalled that was just like free before on pottermore because like there are some articles up on the new website either that or it's just really hard to navigate. I complained about Pottermore being hard to navigate but I, I was a fool this <laughs> website is is absurd um, yeah. But but it's so weird because they're like oh what was freely available to us is now is now gone and this is like fitting into a wider trend of, um, Pottermore used to be that kind of like interactive experience that was just you know for everyone and it would take you through all the books and all and all of that and then it got moved to this like Buzzfeed feed style like listicle website mm-hmm. and now it's getting paywalled which is really weird, um, but it's also a strange thing to paywall when people are like kind of mad about it already, like people are like JK Rowling, shut up. We don't want to see this. We don't like this extra stuff. We don't like Mm -hmm. cursed child, Mm -hmm. Uh, all of that. Um, And all of the information, all of the lore is all just transcribed word for word on the wiki anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder there's, I've used as a resource and I believe I've shouted them out before, but, but just, just to like, as a, as a uh a, a shout out here just in case they're they're uh in trouble like there's that um subreddit the pottermore writings uh subreddit that like has cataloged all that stuff there's mm-hmm. the rowling writings archive that is uh, has cataloged all that stuff there are people who've like done the work to like preserve that stuff and i i'm starting to get a little nervous that like if if that is indeed what their pitch for this wizard of world gold service is like all that stuff's going to be paywalled are they going to go after those people like that would fucking suck but like i could see it happening right like like they're wb's fairly litigious they went after those fucking harmless uh uh like local conventions recently uh you know like it's it's this is this is dark stuff for sure yeah
1: but they don't have a product to paywall so they're paywalling the lore and it's like that that seems like an unprecedented sort of sort of thing where it's like yeah uh, because all of that stuff is all archived and preserved and talked about and people like copy pasted and Mm -hmm. posted elsewhere there are Mm -hmm endless, endless videos of people who basically recite the lore from those Pottermore yeah, yeah. articles yeah. and they may or may not pass them off as if they they maybe <laughs> wrote them or, or mm-hmm. they were their own ideas. I don't even think it's malicious. It's just like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm making a YouTube channel. I'm going to read uh, read the Pottermore article about ghoul studies and tell people about it. But it's like, is that, that stuff is all out there. It's not going to go away.
0: Yeah, uh, we all know about
1: doogle They can't pay all that shit. It's on our podcast. Fair use. <laughs> you can't take Dougal away from us.
0: Yeah. Ah. <sighs> yeah. I. Yeah. I. I'm so. I. I'm like like you say. I. I find this dark, depressing. It's 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 a sign. It, it it's it. I, I'm depressed both because of it. You know, just being like another sign of the times. This is just how all media is being. Given to us now, right? But at the same time, like, you know, I don't feel sorry for WB, right? But no. I do have like this twinge of like, it is very funny that, like, in this world of evil mega corporations that are like, you know, squeezing people dry month to month, uh, cause they found out that they can do subscription services, that like WB is trying to do it and just do not have anything. Like, like, they are, th- this is the, you know i i have sat to my I, you know i i this is you, you you make a faustian bargain every time you <laughs> uh consume in, under capitalism right like like we all know that um i i i you know i i will fully admit i i you know i, I buy some stuff that's probably not you know I, I i put gas in my car i bought red dead redemption uh i i will probably subscribe to the disney thing to uh watch the mandalorian show because i deep down i am still a 14 year old that thinks boba fett's really cool like they have things that are you know they they have an apple for me to to bite in the garden of eden wb does not like wb is the (laughs) shittiest they're the shittiest snake in the garden they're like you know like you're you're you're, you know you're you're in the garden of eden there's all these trees everywhere and like oh fuck like uh well i shouldn't but i really want to buy this league of legends skin or like oh fuck well i know blizzard's in trouble (laughs) recently but god i really love world of warcraft or or, and then then you have the disney tree and it's like we own fucking everything you like there's millions of apples here and then there's wb it's just like we've got like a, a rotten pear uh i've got a sandwich with a couple bites in it you want to bite that one like just just really Uh, sad it's it's
1: it's those it's like shriveled red delicious apples it's like they're mealy they don't they're not very (laughs) they're kind of gross you kind of want to spit it out when you take a bite yeah
0: they're they're grapples do you remember grapples did you ever have one of those
1: no what there's
0: there's (laughs) There, there was a a company that made this thing called Grapples for a while that were like, they were apples but they had like injected them with grape juice so they like, they were like, oh, it's like you're eating a grape but it's an apple. And they were just the fucking weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. That like, that's the WB Apple. That's what they have. They have like, do you want to try this? I don't know. I've got, I had some grape juice lying around. Do you want to try that?
1: <sighs> I don't like the sound of that.
0: No i i i liked them when i was a kid i'm sure they are not actually any good but uh, i guess uh we should probably uh, move on but just just real quick i would like to close uh this this uh, uh wizard of world gold discussion with a little fun fact i found mm-hmm. um deeper in the website it tells you exactly what the discount on the uh, vacation package is would you like to know
1: uh yeah i hope it's 100 percent because i don't have the money to go on vacation $50. What? What kind of vacation is this?
0: F- $50 off the uh Wizarding World of Harry Potter exclusive vacation package. Damn. Thanks. Wow. Wow, I oh. can enjoy
1: a nice a nice meal out at a restaurant with that $50. Bucks. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, but I but I spent that money on my Wizarding World gold subscription, $81.28. <laughs>
0: So, so you're SOL. You're out. you, oh, yeah. you, you, you saved 3128. Incredible.
1: No, oh, I'm out 3128. Oh, yeah, no,
0: it's other way around. I'm yes, in the you hole. <laughs> you're in the yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write about this in my journal. <laughs> What's my journal? not even a journal? It's not even a journal. It's a book full of graphic design. That's the other thing. It's not a journal
1: that one of the comments on the leaky culture article is like are there blank pages is it a journal it's called a journal are there any blank or plain line pages or does every page have stuff on them like how many pages are there slash how thick is the book
0: updated my journal
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) um I also, this is a the smallest nitpick in the world, but I feel like this journal is all supposed to be in-universe, so I fucking hate that it says Wizarding World on it. Oh, God. It has, yeah, the, like a, it has the, like, branded Earth logo journal. and stuff. Oh, I got a journal from, from the store. I went to Fred Meyer and bought a journal in their office supply section. It just says Earth on it, because that's where we are. <laughs> that's where I live.
0: <laughs> oh, that's me. That's where I live.
1: That's where I, I live. live, I, live yes. I live on Earth. Yeah, I live on Earth it's an earth journal
0: fuck. fuck well we will we will keep everyone updated on this i'm sure there will be more to announce at some point i hope uh maybe about the streaming service but until now
1: well yeah and we'll have to do a, an unboxing of our journal that we get the Streetcast oh journal.
0: good point good point yeah i'm i'm kind of tempted now to you know, speaking speaking of uh, feeding the beast, I, I like. I kind of do want to get a cast journal I'm tempted, just to see I'm what they put. Tempted to get
1: this grapple. Take a big <laughs> bite out of the grapple.
0: Take a big old bite out of this grapple. <laughs> uh, yeah uh let's let's uh let's finish our fruit and
1: um yeah but what if they had a um dobby origin story tv show on the on the exclusive wizarding world please
0: please okay then i would subscribe i would i would have already subscribed if this if i had read the words dobby origin story on there i would have i would have uh uh I would have already Do Do we want to talk about that real quick? I know we're running really quick, real long. Really for the news. quick.
1: I I can't I can't not talk about it.
0: Yeah, re, re, read us, read read we've the... got a
1: short chapter this week. Yeah, tell me true. about Dobby.
0: Okay. Uh let me find it again. Dobby's in the news, as we love. Uh Harry Potter star Toby Jones really doesn't want to do his Dobby voice for you. <laughs> a good headline. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Dobby has no master. Dobby is a free elf, but it's still a terrible idea to speak to him, sir. Or at least, it's a terrible idea to ask Toby Jones, the actor who voiced the clothes-loving elf in the Harry Potter films, to speak like Dobby for you. Turns I, out, I'd the like actors... to say that's
1: probably bad manners, like dealing with with <laughs> any like voice actor outside of like a convention or something. And even yeah. then, like maybe they should kind of offer to do. Like you don't just like be yeah. like, do it for me. Tell me a joke.
0: Right. <laughs> like like if 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 if, if you met. If I if I me, if I met Toby Jones on the street by some freak accident and and uh, I, you know, I would probably definitely say like, oh, wow, I love Dobby so much. I would we not love say, Dobby. We love your work. And like, you know, maybe if he heard that, he'd be like, oh, I, I don't know. Do you, want, do you want to record something? I would never in my life say, hey, do the fucking Dobby voice for me. <laughs> <laughs> do the voice, idiot.
1: I love Dobby. Do the voice.
0: Do the voice. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on, cough it up. <laughs> uh, turns out the actor has gone to some lengths to avoid showcasing his house self voice ever since hanging up his socks and stained pillowcase at the end of. T- okay, please I'm don't. Making a face. <laughs> hanging up his stained pillowcase. Don't like pillowcase. that. <laughs> <laughs> ah at the end of 2010 i made the very sensible decision as soon as i finished to never ever do that voice again i would come up with an alibi for someone uh for when somebody thrust their mobile phone in my face or hold up their baby or their children jones told radio times
1: (laughs) holding up my baby do the dobby voice now do the
0: voice for my baby (laughs) they offer me money and bribes to do the dobby voice but i have not yielded yet otherwise i'd be stuck with it good on this guy honestly uh uh, but fear not, house elf enthusiasts, there is one circumstance Jones would treat us to his Dobby voice again: mm. the Fantastic Beasts films. Although the prequel movies are set several decades before Harry Potter, Dobby's age isn't made clear in the books, and Jones said he'd of course voice a younger version of the House Elf if he appears in the Potter spin-offs. And who knows? If Jones is up for that, then Potter fans could be treated to the movie they've been begging for: a fully blown Dobby origin movie.
1: Please please
0: please give please. us the dobby origin movie i will do anything i will do, i will beg and grovel at, at the feet of any subscription <laughs> service that promises me the dobby origin story movie or show
1: The dobby origin story is the the most pristine beautiful delicious apple in the
0: garden oh could you imagine i need it so ba- hopefully we would see him wearing his cool well i guess it's an origin story so maybe we wouldn't but like i, want, I want, i'm still so bummed about the, the movies only ever having him wearing the pillowcase
1: it sucks like, so we, bad we
0: don't get to see his cool hats i want to see his, his fashion yeah i want to see dobby in his in his full glory in his you know his fashion his runway look it would be so beautiful but yeah this uh th- this was this was such a delightful piece of news to read for, for one, like good on that guy. If if people have been bothering him on the street to do the fucking voice, like don't, don't do that. That's, that's a good, I think that's a good principle to hold. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But also please, please let, let him, uh uh, be be in a dobby movie i would i would be so happy so thrilled
1: But i like to think that dobby you know he always had the spirit of a free elf and i bet he i bet he went on some adventures before we before we met him in chamber of secrets
0: yeah I, i i think there's room i think there's room for that in in a in a prequel for sure okay so with that, with that palate cleanser, I think it's probably time. Let's get into it. Let's do our reading for the week.
1: Yeah, let's do it. This is chapter three. It is called. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Uh, will and won't is what it's called. Um, we open up uh, the scene and Harry is asleep um, and we get kind of the impression that you know he's not having the worst summer ever um he he is not uh being kind of ruled over by the dursleys in the same way and and the way we get this impression is that he's he's kind of he's living in this room that he's in there are like snack wrappers he's he's all good he's like falling asleep kind of doing whatever he wants it feels much more like a typical like teenager in the summertime kind of summer um and he's surrounded by like Daily prophet newspaper clippings and, and, and material and things. Um, and the way that we find, we like learn about them is that it kind of like, uh, has like the front page of each article. So like the first one we see is, is in the daily prophet. And it's, uh, an article that is kind of, that the public is speculating that Harry is the chosen one and he's going to have to defeat Voldemort. and, And a little bit sums up what happened at the end of book five, um, it says that that a lot of the public are, are, are starting to think that Harry really is this kind of missing piece, like that he is how how they're going to win the war or whatever. Uh, and there's like rumors going around about uh, a prophecy room or a prophecy and like a long rumored prophecy department in the Ministry of Magic, but the Ministry of Magic uh, denies it. Um, the other article we see um, is about uh, Scrimger becoming... Uh, Minister for Magic, uh, and and kind of suggests that he reached out to Dumbledore. But there may have been like a rift between them, uh, but we don't really know what it's about. Uh, there's another one that's like, oh, there are new safety measures at Hogwarts. There have been some Aurors dispatched, um, and they will uh, be there to make sure the students are safe. And the last uh, kind of piece of reading material we see is the uh, the ministry-issued, like, defense pamphlet the one that's like here's how you keep yourself safe uh now the death eaters and voldemort are back um and then we also see a, a letter uh that's from dumbledore to harry um that says that dumbledore is going to come pick him up from the jerseys uh, you know it's only been a week or so that harry's been back um and and we kind of find out that harry uh, didn't really believe it. Like it's like too good to be true. Dumbledore's not going to come get me so soon in the summer. Uh, so he hasn't packed or anything. Uh, but but he wakes up because there's a knock at the door and Dumbledore is there. And, and Harry's like, oh, he really was going to come get me. Um, so he wakes up and he kind of goes down. Vernon is pissed. He's like, who's coming to the door at 11 o'clock or whatever. Um, but Dumbledore like kind of ignores him and he's like really cool. And he comes in and, and he kind of has these like zingers for the Dursleys. Uh, he sits them down uh kind of against their will like like makes them sit down in a a, a, on the couch and kind of listen to him and harry talk um about business but dumbledore is kind of acting like nothing nothing is wrong or amiss um and uh we also have like a glimpse harry gets a glimpse of dumbledore's hand it's like blackened and shriveled and messed up but he won't say why um we find out kind of the, the big, the big piece of information that, that he came to talk to Harry about before they leave. And it's that, um, Sirius had left everything to Harry and his will. So Harry has inherited, um, place. Um, And all and all of his stuff, um, except that Dumbledore is a little bit paranoid about it. And is like, oh, well, it's an it's like an old family. They're weird enchantments. So I don't know for sure that you got everything. uh, But we do have a way to find out. And Dumbledore summons Creature, who shows up and is like very, very upset. He's like, like, no, no, no. Like, Harry won't be my new master. Uh, Harry's pretty mad about it, too. He's like pretty much like, well, you killed Sirius. I hate you. But uh, Dumbledore makes Harry give Creature an order, uh, and Harry, uh, and on Dumbledore's suggestion, Harry orders Creature go serve in the Hogwarts kitchens, uh, and Creature obeys, which is kind of like the proof Dumbledore needs to be like, okay, you magically, rightfully inherited all of Sirius's stuff, um, harry they kind of deal with some administrative issues and harry's like okay well uh buckby can go live with hagrid and you guys can still use grim old place i don't want it um harry uh goes goes to pack and he's kind of sheepish like oh i didn't really think you'd come um and and before they leave um dumbledore kind of chews out the Dursleys and is like, all this time, like we, I needed you to take care of Harry, but you did the bare minimum. You suck a lot and were really cruel and mean. Uh, and you suck and you're also cruel to Dudley. And, and Dudley is like a little confused about that. Um, but that kind of wraps that up. Um, they, Dumbledore tells them that like, you know, Harry has to come back one more time. It's the last thing I'll ask of you at the end of this year. We need, we need him to come back so he's protected. Uh, and then that'll be it. And then Dumbledore says, "Okay, Harry, let's go." That's the end.
0: This is uh, the third chapter in a row with a different point of view.
1: It is shocking to me.
0: It's it is- honestly kind of cool. I didn't pick up on it until like my second read through, but like we have more of like an omniscient third person. Uh, 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 perspective for the first part of this chapter, rather than the closed, uh, you know, limited Harry only perspective.
1: It struck me the first time because um, when I was reading it, I couldn't believe that a- as we kind of open up to the scene of Harry being asleep, he's asleep, right? We- we're not yeah, seeing yeah. his perspective. We, we are this, omniscient narrator but also we have a limited perspective in that we can't know what he knows because presumably he's read the entirety of these articles but we mm-hmm. can only see the first page because we are a camera panning around the room
0: That is such a the, the the observation that this is like a camera is so interesting because again we are now living in the world where she is writing these with knowledge that there are movies being made uh and and like that that feels like it has really bled into her style here
1: i can't think of another thing that i've read like this where it's like you can read this newspaper article because you are a camera in the room but you can't turn the page right like you you're a ghost walking around this room and like like using the interactable objects uh (laughs) but you can't you can't interact with them if that makes sense it's very weird
0: it's 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 very it's a little disorienting almost especially for this book and i can't remember if we talked about this on air or off air last week but you pointed out that this is also the first set of uh, pov switches that are not uh lampshaded by a dream sequence
1: Mm -hmm. yeah we don't yeah we don't immediately cut to this chapter and have harry waking up from a dream harry doesn't know what we know
0: right yeah it's it's uh, it's a little fascinating honestly and this is a theme that runs through this whole chapter i think um that that i that i feel like i picked up on which is that this chapter and and as you know as well also the the last two chapters feel like a um a very conscious and reflexive response not even to criticism but but to like um things that have been said about the books and the characters um the way dumbledore behaves in this chapter feels almost honestly like a redo of what book five was trying to do um the the fact that the uh the the dursley's treatment of harry and like how that works in the canon and why dumbledore chose to leave harry with family rather than keeping him in the wizarding world like that is being directly addressed here Mm -hmm. uh it's interesting i feel like this is this feels this this is i feel uh in tandem with the prime minister chapter maybe the most like navel-gazy this series has ever gotten.
1: It it creates a very strange effect. My takeaway from this was, or or rather the impression that I had with it was so strange um, because to me, and obviously this isn't what's happening because J.K. Rowling wrote this, but Mm -hmm. when I read this, it reminds me of a tone that a lot of fan fiction takes when it is frustrated with certain aspects of the story
0: yeah yeah like it's like yeah, i am totally. co- like
1: i'm correcting these these issues that have bothered me or i wish mm-hmm. went differently this whole time dumbledore is just a completely different character i do not know I, this person
0: no I, I, and and a really interesting character i feel uh we, we will get to that but at first i would like to talk about one very very important thing from the very beginning of this chapter
1: yes please
0: can we talk about misty fug <laughs>
1: I don't know. Can we?
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I. You know, the term cellar door gets thrown around a lot uh, in, in writing criticism, you know, just just words, just phrases and words that just roll off a tongue and are just uh, inherently beautiful, <laughs> regardless of their meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Misty Fug, I feel, might be the opposite of that. They're just just a word, just a pairing of words that <laughs> contains inherent darkness and 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 uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a, a, a dark, a, a cruel and unpleasant aura around them that I hate, and it won't leave my head. And I am just thinking about misty Fug, uh for the rest of my life.
1: It's it's kind of a paradigm shift, right? Because it's like before when I would when I would go outside, you know the the seasons are changing, and just like we learned on on last episode, I see I see I see a beautiful like misty morning, and I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. And now I go outside, and I'm like, mm, misty fog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's a misty fog out here. You, I, uh, I update. I finally updated my phone to iOS 13 or whatever the fuck we're on now. Sure uh the other morning and <laughs> uh that meant my phone being off while it was doing that for a while and the first thing i saw when it came back up was it was like you know it took me through that stupid like hello here are the things that have changed like like screen where it like goes through all the different languages and stuff and i you know i clicked through that as fast as i could and then It just plopped me into this black screen where there was one notification and it was you texting me like, oh, no, I can't hear you over how misty it is this morning. (laughs) Just this is this has
1: this is a haunting.
0: This has ruined our lives. Uh, The the, (laughs) the knowledge of what mist means in the Harry Potter universe now has has ruined me. I cannot, I was listening, you know, I, I like to listen to movie soundtracks a lot while I work, and I had to skip over the Misty Mountains song from The Hobbit, because I was listening to some Lord of the Rings music. The, Mi- the like, Misty
1: Fugs song? The Misty Fug. song. I don't even <laughs> like saying that, like saying it, I feel like I've said something bad.
0: Yeah, it feels like a bad word. I, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a dark incantation, Misty Fug. I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, and especially with or without the, con- I mean, like without the context that, uh, that, that the, the misty fug means that the dementors are fucking uh, uh, it's bad enough. Like it just, yeah, it has the, it has the, the cruel nasty aura of a, of a, of a bad word. And I don't like it. Uh, I, I think,
1: I think that language is beautiful yeah. and there is an effect that can happen when you're reading something and just the aesthetic of the words is beautiful. Like, I feel like, uh, Nabokov does that really well, right? Like you mm-hmm. read it and it's just like, this is, this is beautiful outside of, of, of the meaning and what's happening. Like it just, it, it is like perfectly suited yeah, to the text, and it's like it's hard to talk about it because it's like aesthetics, right? Um, this is the opposite of that. This is, this is true, <laughs> truly dreadful. Like, <laughs> like you you have, I I like it is it is not incorrect, right? But, but it's like it takes me out of what i'm reading because it's truly this, hor- horrific this is this is like a
0: goya painting <laughs> that's like too too horrible and 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 scary to look at for too long because you just feel bad inside like there you know there's the painting of the of the police shooting all the protesters or the painting of the witches uh, or you know or you know apollo or saturn devouring his son or whatever the all these all these Deeply disturbing paintings. Misty Fug is up there with uh, with uh, Goya's uh, uh, black series. I feel. I, I,
1: I would describe if I was trying to describe a character as leaving Misty Fug on a window, that character would be in my sci-fi horror short story because they're like rotting <laughs> from the inside because they've been, been like infested by the like mm-hmm. Warhammer demon of decay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Harry, the what's Harry, wrong?
0: <laughs> Harry should not be leaving Fug anywhere.
1: No, no. He's <laughs> received the touch of Nurgle and it is, <laughs> it is leaving Nifty he's, he's, Fug on his window.
0: He's, he's eaten the fell goop and he's, <laughs> he's evil now.
1: That's messed up.
0: Oh yeah. So that, that really stuck out to me here. Um, but moving on from, from that. I think that this scene is. I'm still honestly, I'm still kicking back and forth in my head whether or not it's good. But this scene sure is interesting, Uh, and I think you know, completely for the reasons that you say. Like, like it it has a corrective tone to it. um, uh, In in a way that I, I mean, I I like this portrayal of Dumbledore. I just I'm 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 thinking to myself like, is it too little, too late? You all of a sudden be switching his character up like this.
1: It it makes me yearn for a reset. Like, I really want these next two books to be a Harry Potter reset and (laughs) and be kind of a like, oh, we corrected some of this stuff. Corrected isn't even the right word, I guess. It's a it's a reboot. It feels like book six is a reboot to Harry Potter. So I want it to stay like this because I think it's interesting and I think it's fun. Uh, and I think for overall, the writing is pretty snappy, Misty Fug aside. Um, but my big, my big, like, however, here is that I need the stakes to scale back because I know that the story is bad, or I think right. the story is going to be bad, right? I, yeah. I'm not that interested in this wizard war that's happening. So I want this to be a reset in style and like, like character stuff and then have Harry go to school and have like a Philosopher's stone stakes issue. But yeah. That's not what's going to happen. I don't think
0: it's, it, this reminds me, this feels like a more refined version of um, the stuff that we really enjoyed when it popped up in goblet of fire, those moments where it felt like Harry was crossing the threshold and like understanding more about the adult world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because like 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 we're sort of like dancing around it but like Dumbledore is a new character in this scene yes um he is he is just as charming and witty as he's always been but he is threatening here like Mm this is this is Dumbledore this this honestly this 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 has retroactively sold the concept that book five struggled so much with of of Dumbledore as the master manipulator right this does that so much better in one chapter than five did in an entire book Mm -hmm. Uh, he is like he is he is you know he's very he's very nice or at least like you know he he is very uh, 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 technically polite but you can tell that he is flexing on Vernon basically right and he is
1: but he, but he's uh, very charming
0: yeah he's he's extremely charming but he is he is uh uh demanding and he is very firm and he is very threatening uh he uh i mean like he he's physical with them like he 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 forces them to sit on the couch like he zooms the couch over and like it's a very funny image but like when you are reading what the scene is he is uh you know uh, uh kind of uh, again just like Flexing on them and 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 like like exerting his his dominance over these these people that he has such disdain for deep down and it's really intimidating. Uh, but but in a but again like in a very soft and 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 like gloved way, you know.
1: Yeah, I I think that this scene is the Dursley catharsis scene that every other like Dursleys get what's coming to him scene tried to be. Mm-hmm. But it worked. Yeah. It was like extremely effective.
0: It's effective because it's finally coming from a character who I have ambiguous feelings about, and like I like I could see that sort of cruelty coming from in response to their cruelty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what what this reminded me of, what what I found so interesting about this chapter and this portrayal of Dumbledore is that could you imagine how much better that scene where um they they have harry and marietta and everyone in dumbledore's office how much better that chapter could have been if he had come off this sinister
1: yeah where was this dumbledore
0: like 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 book 5 dumbledore just felt like book 1 dumbledore who had to deal with bigger stuff and and we just never really got to like like his character did not match those stakes right like I, I you know that that's that's a really good way to put it that you brought up um a couple of minutes ago but but like i can just imagine like like this version of dumbledore who is like v- still very charming but is being outwardly decisive and menacing in in many ways would make that scene where he chooses to you know to wipe a child's memory you know uh 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 you know in front of the fucking prime minister like that could have been like a watershed moment for him right like that that could have been a a a real like oh fuck like Dumbledore is not who I thought he was moment but the book does not recognize it as that the book is just like ha he's such a good wizard he thought of everything right like but this Dumbledore in this chapter is carrying that um that aura that was missing I think
1: yeah it's his dialogue is so different like you're right the the marietta scene and then i also am thinking of the courtroom scene where he comes in and like has a witness um and he and you have like these long long like kind of speeches slash monologues that that were supposed to have this this effect like oh he's the mastermind oh he's thought of everything oh he's very cool so much so that it cuts to other characters being like, wow, that was so cool. (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. But most of the stuff that he said was nonsense, right? Like, like Mm -hmm. the courtroom scene, we talked about it and it's like, he didn't do anything. And then in the Marietta scene, um, he, he just kind of doesn't do anything like, right. Like he, he doesn't, he's utterly ineffective, right? Like the stuff that he's saying is, is d- is dumb and doesn't work but it has the tone of him being cool i guess where where you're right this chapter it seems it seems like the story is aware of the actions he's taking
0: yes yes that is the best way to put it totally um i mean I, I, can, can can i make a really dorky comparison here please he's like light here he's light yagami oh, in this scene shit Right. But like he's you know, he's very composed. He's very measured. He's charming. He's witty. But like what he is doing quite explicitly is is uh, uh, manipulating the Dursleys here Mm -hmm. uh, and and and, you know, exercising actions upon them. I mean, like right from the very beginning, there's there's the part where you know vernon opens with i don't mean to be rude he began in a tone that threatened rudeness in every syllable yet sadly accidental rudeness occurs alarmingly often dumbledore finished the sentence gravely like he's i mean like that is witty and that is charming but like he is like like uh, this is it's like this is a proper version of like when people say like oh people are verbally sparring when they're like describing like the marvel movies or whatever but it's like (laughs) empty usually right because it's just they're telling the same dick jokes to each other back and forth Right. Whereas this is like Vernon has opened with this like thrust of like you know he's being polite but he's you know being very firm like oh I don't mean to be rude and Dumbledore is just like like just sweeping the leg just like yeah but you are like like just a imi- like it, this is true like combative wordplay between characters that is really fun and interesting to read but like carries something to do with the story and the scene that it's part of right um Yeah and it's just it's just so much more meticulously detailed than Dumbledore's dialogue has been for a long time in these books. I feel.
1: I mean, before it was so over the top and absurd, and and the stuff that he is saying here is is pretty absurd, right? Like, I mean, people don't don't really talk like this, no, um, no, but it's. It's fun, and it's much more understated, I guess. but but is that much more kind of impactful than than like cool guy making cool, cool speech? yeah, uh, yeah,
0: he's not just saying stuff. I mean, well, except for the very last line, which does feel really fucking stupid, but the oh, yeah, but, uh, definitely. until until then he feels like like rather than just like being funny for the sake of being the eccentric character everything he says here feels so measured um which is not something i felt about him in book five at all like that was I, I would say maybe if i had to nail down one prevailing criticism of what was going wrong in that book is that that nothing in that book that any character did felt measured at all right it felt random it felt uh that it was conjured out of thin air to serve the plot rather than making sense for for you know the decisions the character the situations the characters were in right um but but this this feel there there's a reason why he is talking like this and it is to uh uh intimidate people mm-hmm. uh and 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 it's 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 really it's it's interesting um the content here is is you know like like you say like feels like it is addressing like number that's the biggest bullet point right it's like it feels like dumbledore's character has been given a new coat of paint here for sure mm-hmm. um there is the stuff about uh grim place and creature which i am not i don't know how i feel about this scene i'm yet. big
1: question mark of, above my head a little bit um there's yeah. a part of it that i like which is a <laughs> like i think hearing about how magic works in an ambiguous way is interesting. Like I I'm so interested in that. I want to hear more about um like typical family drama that people already have about like inheritances mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and money getting put around and like what what people think of like their family legacy and what that should be and and how that doesn't like match up with what ends up happening. But then like mix that in with magic that is ambiguous and not like not a like binary like yes or no this worked um sort of thing or like the intent of these like long dead wizards i'm like oh that's cool like tell me more about that uh (laughs) but but um but it's also like Pretty stupid in practice and ends up just like again like i like i said like feeling like in a like a weird administrative task that ends up (laughs) feeling really bad in the actual story
0: right It's, it's 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 this weird i can't tell whether this is and 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 i guess thanks to death of the author we don't need to answer this question but i have i have this like lingering ping pong in my brain between like is this just jk rowling lampshading a question she knew everyone had at the end of book five which was hey who gets Grimald place
1: i didn't have that question actually jk rowling
0: <laughs> or or because because i think the, the read on this that i find so fascinating that is is probably being too generous but i i, I think is uh, uh, interesting to think about nonetheless is you you have brought up before the really great um like wish for Harry Potter's world building to be about how like given the tools to make any possible future wizards basically just made the same world that we have without magic, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh and the idea that magic in this world is used to uh accomplish administrative tasks like wills and and uh, testaments and also to unquestionably keep servants in bondage forever is really dark and interesting. I think Mm -hmm. like this is the, this is the first time that anything about the house elf stuff has been anything beyond repulsive to me because like, this is still repulsive, but there is this, this feels far more pointed in a way where it's like creature is this horrible character. Harry hates him. Everyone hates him, but he is still like, you know he he is a servant he is a slave and this idea that like harry is now entering a world where he cannot avoid exploiting a slave is a really vivid dark image that if it was on purpose is fascinating in the same way that like the espionage mad magic as espionage and like the the corrupting nature of power in the first chapter was really interesting to think about even though i don't you know i I don't know if that's really what that chapter was about right
1: yeah i mean i think this is maybe one of the first scenes where i think that that you know this 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 thing is happening um where we're finding out if if harry has to be has to own this this creature and i think we are supposed to be repulsed on some level and i have a hard time not reading that as repulsed by what is happening but i'm not sure if the intention is for me to be repulsed by a creature himself you know what i mean
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and and then that and that got my like wheels turning a little bit about the the very fumbled theme of the previous book which was apparently sirius died because he was mean to his slave which (laughs) makes me go like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what um, what like if your slave easy. was a nazi um but then i i I am reading into this being like is this telling me that harry is making the same mistakes that sirius is making right because right. his first response is being like oh, i hate this guy like f- like fuck him he's beneath me right i'm just gonna send him to be a slave in the kitchens um yeah
0: instead well, of having I mean,
1: compassion like, and but it we, goes completely unremarked
0: upon we, we've we talked before like chamber of secrets had this like like how cool it was that or or at least how cool it could have been the chamber of secrets this idea that like this this uh picturesque idealist uh like magic castle was still built on like the racism hole right yeah uh and how what a, what a fascinating image that was uh and and like you know especially for a kid's book this idea that like hey like you should read history and like understand why things are the way they are now. And I, I, this, this feels like it could in a, you know, in a, in a particularly focused reading be similar. It's like, Harry is, you know, this is, a this is a chapter where Harry is coming of age. He's becoming an adult and he is about to start making his own decisions and his own financial decisions and owning property and stuff. And he just has this inconvenient thing of like, and you, just inherently by magic will be exploiting slave labor by doing this
1: i I mean it's chilling to think about the scene where harry meets dobby for the first time and dobby says to to harry you know i'm a slave and harry says oh no that's horrible right he's he's immediate because he's a kid right he's like oh that's messed up um like just leave the malfoys and it's like you can't you can't and and then we see harry as an adult and he's being faced with inheriting a slave and is disgusted right like Mm -hmm. that's chilling that i mean that's that's horrible that's our reading of it i think it's a a valid one but i don't know if there's gonna be like a a a payoff i don't i don't i I feel like this isn't going to end up being about that i feel like this was just a tool to show us that he did in (laughs) fact inherit the house
0: right yeah i yes i i I think that this is all accidental this is all this is all death of the author because i mean i know for a fact that that was you know this is a very like materialist marxist reading of a chapter in harry potter i'm pretty sure jk rowling did not sit down and go like damn i'm gonna write a book about how class exploitation happens right
1: okay but then (laughs) why why in the last book at the very end was dumbledore like oh sirius died because creature he was mean to creature and then harry goes what the fuck and he's like oh i don't know i don't know i don't know did i say that i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah what's <who> knows? that <laughs> yeah it's like she keeps on like approaching this this really interesting idea and criticism and then backing away right like the, oh, the, the, the book can't be about this the, like i cannot i cannot get into the 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 class politics of the wizard world like this right um which is a bummer because i think that's stuff has the potential like you know i I, granted a lot of this is chilling because it is just dealing with an unpleasant topic right like you can't give her too much credit Mm -hmm. but it it is especially again dumbledore like dumbledore says like oh you could send him to work in the kitchens at hogwarts and like one you know that's you know that's not a suggestion he is manipulating harry like he, he is he, he is manipulating Harry the same way he's manipulating the Dursleys. He's just being very even handed. Like, well, hmm, what if you did this? And it's like he, he's not asking him. He's he's telling Harry. What to if do this. you gave
1: me your slave?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so dark.
1: Fucked up. Um, it's also ring theory because we are seeing this is the um <laughs> the oh, opposing shit. this is the opposing scene to the Dobby scene in book two, and we are oh, uh, one shit. from the end. Thank
0: That's you. yeah. I'm having
1: a problem that because you have this new soundboard and it's wonderful. I have a very hard time. Immediately you do the soundboard and I immediately say, thank you. I can't, I can't not do it. It's like, I go into like, like a strange podcast customer service mode where I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for this gift. My
0: journal. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop that.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to soak it in.
0: Yeah, I I I like I said I I find this fascinating even if it's, you know, for reasons beyond what was intended. I would I am but this is I you know, I'm I am I'm making mental notes here. This book is laying markers down that I will be very interested to see attempt to pick up or if it just does not ever address these things again, right?
1: Yeah, cuz I don't know what this book is even about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, no it's a mystery to me. Yeah. Um Real quick, what else happens here? That's that's the main stuff. Is the is the the property switch? There's what do you make of this whole thing about um how the Dursleys treated him? Like this was the thing that to me read stuck the most uh, uh, out to me is like this is lamp shading previous like criticism or questions, right? Like this is this is directly addressing a fan question and complaint.
1: Um, I yeah, I think that this is a a good moment. Um because it feels good to have them c- called out, basically. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it has been building toward this moment and um and I enjoyed it because every other time in these books where the Jerseys have been punished for their treatment of Harry has been like monstrous and weird and unfocused. Like I I hated the Fred and George um yes. scene where they tortured Dudley, right? I hated that. And I hated that it was supposed to be that Catharsis moment. Um so it d- it does feel I mean it's like it's fan servicey, right? It's like mm-hmm. their their punishment here, the the one that they sh- the story wants them to have is to have Dumbledore say like you guys suck. Um and and also like you suck to Dudley, like it, it finally i think this is the first time where it frames Dudley as an innocent here
0: yeah yeah I, and that's such a good uh i i love that line from dumbledore and like the confusion from the dursleys when the, you know because because he's talking about them spoiling dudley right and like shielding him from the world and and like uh cre- creating this this world for him where he is never wrong right uh mm-hmm and like that's such an advanced concept for the dursleys to like like oh but what are you talking about like like we haven't been cruel to dudley we we're, were nice to him we get him a billion presents every year like like that's such a good moment um and and yeah like i i've been thinking about how like c- crime and punishment works in the harry potter universe a lot because of you know like this chapter and like just just like in the wake of book five and like the, the umbrage stuff um and knowing that jk rowling is like a mythology major just makes me like like, like I, there there is a real like greek tragedy style to a lot of the punishments that she like arranges for characters that are like these cause co- you know these cosmic punishments like not I'm certainly not here to call out Greek mythology, right? Like, like, like that, you know, that it's, I think that stuff is very cool um, and interesting to read, but it is so funny to see that like mapped onto a children's book or like, Oh, the, the, the mean bully, uh, the, the way he gets his comeuppance is he just gets uh, fucking tortured back. Right. Or, you know, the, the mean teacher, she gets dragged off into the woods by centaurs, wink, wink. Uh, and, 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 Just real. It doesn't come from a decision characters make. It just comes from the cosmos. It comes from the story. Cap, you know, in capital letters. Like the story has punished these characters. Mm -hmm. Having Dumbledore, who is also, to be clear, like a character with his own motivations, who is quite cruel and and menacing in this scene. Uh, but like having him dole out what feels like a punishment coming from a character in just like an awkward moment where he just sort of chews them out verbally. uh, And, and we know it's effective because the scene has demonstrated quite handily that just how good he is with words. Just it's like, it's such a, like a big moment of relief for me. Like, ah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Like this works. I get it. Like this is, this is, this is how to do this. You know,
1: are you saying it was a satisfying scene? (laughs) Because (gasps) I don't feel like, I mean, i would i think it was i'm like yes it, i'm like i feel like it closed a loop for me
0: yes i i think it was satisfying um i also like so much of this chapter like we were talking about how it you know it feels like a reboot and it feels like an introspective like reassessment it made me yearn for like discussions past that we've had and just wishing like damn i wish that uh, other situations could have been resolved like this right so it, it's like it's like satisfying in the moment and then like when i think when i zoom out and think about like how how this fits into the series as a whole i'm just like this uh it, it it comes out of nowhere and also just like i think it is setting a bar that nothing else is going to hit really
1: so another question like a different way of looking at this. Um, We talk about it as like a reboot or like a kind of like fixing some, some issues. How, what about, do do you feel like it feels like the last book? Like, could this be the ending?
0: Yes, 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 yes. From, from that perspective that like if, if you told me this is the last Dursley scene, Mm -hmm. I would, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. Like like that, yeah, yeah, no, you're you're right, that loop has been closed, or at least like th- um, this feels like a good acknowledgement of who they have been in this story beyond just like making fun of them for being fat, right,
1: yeah, and it also leaves on a note of like hope because they, yeah. they, they are people all of a sudden, um, they aren't cartoon characters, uh, petunia is. It feels like a human person now a little bit more mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and it
1: has that that moment of deadly thinking about himself and then it's just yes. you just leave it there right yeah i think that's yeah. really interesting
0: yeah yeah it it, it it um it is a really good moment of yeah maybe maybe that's why my initial response was no it isn't satisfying because it is it is uh uh and an, like an awkward humanization of of characters who th- thus far have just been portrayed as cartoon monsters mm-hmm. but i actually think that from the from the idea that like if this was the last time i saw them i think that that actually might be really interesting right mm-hmm. like like finally after six books we, we 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 get a breakthrough with them both both from how they are portrayed in the story and also maybe a there's a there's like a little bit of like a meta appreciation of like jk rowling realizing she has to treat characters with a little more depth you know like uh that that you can't just like concoct a like wacky punishment from the gods for being fat and mean every book you know
1: right and i think like there there have been times where i have been sympathetic to the dursleys um purely because of the cruelty visited upon them in a way that i think was unintended but i had like and 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 to be clear like vernon is squarely um a villain in this like he he's he's a bully he's bad we see all of his worst tendencies but he's more humanized and i have a sympathy with him on a on a human level and a like hope that things could improve and it just it puts the tone in a good spot that feels like an ending to me yeah
0: I mean like I, I I I feel sympathy for the Dursleys in the same way that I think you know I that I think mean people still deserve healthcare, right? Like like I'm not here to dole out cosmic judgment on these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh uh he you know v- Vernon Dursley is a horrible person. Uh I I I I would rather see him and, and 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 i think what's 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 important here like you say is like it leaves on a note of hope i i think that like seeing the like seeds of change just barely starting to germinate in in petunia and dudley in this scene uh is cool right like like that that is that is something we have not seen from them before mm-hmm
1: yeah. And then I end up and I leave that scene with that kind of just like a very like medium feeling of like, oh, I hope he gets gets his shit together for the sake of his son. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I just thought I think it's a good scene. I don't know what else there is for them. In this <laughs> story, um,
0: I think we do see them. I, th- I think I, th- I know that we at least see Dudley again.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we get like a point. like an epilogue that should be in the like anime credit sequence where you see the characters <laughs> later where Dudley's <laughs> like, you're all right, Harry or whatever. Yeah, or
0: whatever. you're all right, Big D, Harry says, I think. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a movie deleted scene. Like, I don't, I don't, I've i got that stuck in my head. Um, uh, But but when this feels like an ending to me, it makes me. Wonder about some of the other stuff that's going on, like Dumbledore. I, Dumbledore's change, I'm still just like kind of baffled by. I don't know if it's like a the story needs him to be different because he has to work with Harry closely to tell about Voldemort's childhood or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or or if it's supposed to feel in the context of a, a story coming to a conclusion, like it's like oh here's the here's the real shit, right?
0: I hope it's the last it, cuz here are the two things I remember from this. Uh I mean obviously number 1 this is the one where double lord dies, right? So like yeah. we're going to be getting some sort of closure with him. The other thing I remember is that I'm pretty sure it's th- it, is it this book or book 7 where we get the Rita Skeeter exposé on him.
1: I'm actually not sure. Uh
0: cuz I I know that I know that his like reputation in Harry's eyes is tarnished at some point. And I think that's really interesting because you know a theme that we have talked about countless times on this podcast has been like 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 harry realizing that he can't trust every adult in his life mm-hmm. but dumbledore has always been like the constant and that was part of what was so frustrating about book five was like dumbledore was doing all this like crazy shit that, that <laughs> is just clearly uh amoral uh or or at least calculated uh uh and 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 you know uh quite quite extreme choices and harry just never really had any thoughts about that and he's dumbledore has always been like the 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 rock solid like approachable and trustworthy adult in the series and so now you know in book six the last book where dumbledore's alive him suddenly maybe being a little less forthcoming with harry is is interesting it's it's very last minute choice it feels like it feels like they're really like you know doing the geordie laforge roll under the doors it's closing thing a little bit here but i take that (laughs) over nothing right
1: yeah um there was a part of it that i I think is probably coming mostly from me but this felt like um because obviously we know Dumbledore's dying we get we get the little like the the uh the I almost said shot of his hand like I read this like it's a movie <laughs> it's really hard mm-hmm. not to Um, we, we get the information of his hand all shriveled up and I'm like oh this is Death Wish Dumbledore right like this is his like okay I, I'm going out I'm gonna be like th- this is this is the new me as I'm dying like he's, he's facing the end of his life mm-hmm. so I guess there's that reading of it I don't know yeah. he's very weird it's interesting. he's a little bit Jude Law Dumbledore to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah god that's that's the other thing i i'm gonna have to be I, i'm I'm. it's gonna be real hard to like like deal with because Dum- d- like dumbledore in those in in the fantastic beast movies is clearly supposed to be a more ambiguous character but we already like reading this this chapter i'm like wait but the book is already doing that so it's <laughs>
1: I can't. His dialogue in Fantastic Beasts is so bad. Like he just says nonsense constantly. It's like, what (laughs) are you talking about?
0: But it's really funny thinking about how, like, it. I couldn't. I didn't think it was possible. But once again, reading something pretty good in Harry Potter has retroactively made Fantastic Beasts even fucking worse. That's incredible. (laughs) Truly incredible. That being said, we, we shouldn't we, we can't heap too much uh, praise on this on this scene because it does end with maybe one of the dumbest lines in the entire series. Uh, um, real I, quick.
1: I, I would like to tell you ahead before we read it, I'd like to tell you that in the Kindle version of of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, six thousand five hundred and sixty six other people highlighted this part of the book it says other it says other people but i didn't highlight it so i'm not sure i'm not sure what that means so do you want to read that line for us
0: and now harry let us step out into the night and pursue that flighty temptress adventure is he high like what (laughs) what he sounds like a fucking pirate what the fuck <laughs> is he talking about? He's like, like, yeah. If 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 uh, if I was watching like fucking Treasure Planet or whatever, and a robot pirate was like, "Yar, we be searching for that flighty temp," tre-. like, like, okay, sure, that fits, that makes sense. What the fuck is Dumbledore talking about?
1: If, if Johnny Depp had to be in the Fantastic Beasts movies, maybe he should have been Dumbledore, and he could have just been Jack Sparrow again.
0: <laughs> I also okay, not to not to put too fine a point on this, but um i i am on the lookout for like any hints of dumbledore's intended sexuality in these books because because you know uh, uh jk rowling has said or i think said so you know for the publication of, of either this book or the next book they're like oh yeah she'd always intended dumbledore to be gay right um i have just got to point out that like i think this is the first time dumbledore has ever like even mentioned the concept of gender Uh, And what he's talking about here is, (laughs) oh, let's go find a hot lady, Harry. So not really selling me super hard on the idea that he was uh, he was always homosexual right like this is a, this is a very this is a very swashbuckling straight guy thing to say I mean, right i mean
1: maybe when jk rowling thinks of thinks about a gay man she she pictures a, a cartoon pirate from from paris <laughs> the caribbean i don't know maybe she maybe she's confused
0: yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> if if she wanted to like say some hints for us maybe it should have been like let us step out into the night and pursue pursue that hot twink adventure or something (laughs) right like i don't know like it's just i i I, like this yeah this is just such a like masculine uh, uh uh swashbuckling hero thing to say which even even regardless of like this this like gendered connotation it has just makes no sense for dumbledore like like what is i
1: was trying to figure out is it, is it like he's trying to relate to harry's like i know harry's older so i'm gonna talk about about hot chicks <laughs> Harry, ta- harry look.
0: i know harry is of that age <laughs> he's starting to notice ladies i better start t- talking to him about flighty temptresses let's <laughs> start call I'm gonna start calling the darkness a strumpet i'm like like just, <laughs> just real real dumb he's, shit he's, like that
1: he's trying his best he's
0: very old yeah. Yeah, he's 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 only got like old and slightly offensive words to the- like th- there's there's <laughs> one uh there's one version of this that I could see working that would actually be kind of funny is if he had said this within earshot of like McGonagall or something and she was like, "What?" Like like what what, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like
1: incredible. I love that. Um I I know I've been talking about this chapter for a really long time, but I feel like we hit the like major like story events, but I want to talk about like some of the details. Totally. Can we talk yeah. about elf wine.
0: Elf wine. Elf wine. Elf wine. Okay, we this is from the last last reading. This is something that like hit me after we recorded that episode. Snape talks about elf-made wine. What? Yeah. What is he What's he referring to? Here's here's my like confusion. Every time a house elf has appeared, they have said house elf because it is it's like a conjoined word, right? It has a hyphen. It's house elf. Yeah. They just say elf made wine. Is this is that what you would call wine made by house elves? Because if so, that doesn't sound very fancy to me. Like, like, hey, just go get the wine made by the like dudes that hang out in the kitchens wearing pillowcases. Right. They make all
1: they make all the food and drink.
0: Right. Uh but is it implying the existence of like tolkien like are there like sexy like like fancy elves somewhere in a forest who are like making the best wine
1: did legolas make this wine
0: did legolas make the wine did a fancy did a fancy boy elf crush some grapes and make this wine i like because we we've we've gotten a few glimpses of other um uh other other like fantasy creatures like we know centaurs exist that's a big one but like we've also had dwarves mentioned we've had vampires mentioned and now we just have like elf i really want to know does that mean that there's just like high elves or something hanging out in in germany or something
1: so i went to the elf made wine entry on on the wiki Mm. so let me just a moment it's not very long um So I think, so the wiki, there isn't very much information other than the times that it appears and apparently appears one more time. So it's possible that the next time it appears, it might specify that it's house elves. But if not, the wiki does think that it's house elves, like it's listed food information, manufacturer house elves. But I think this might just be an assumption
0: yeah that's this that seems like an assumption because like i said like like if if snape is offering his guests a fancy drink or whatever to be hospitable uh to make you know maintain cover i feel like he'd be busting out something a little fancier right like that's basically like hey can i get you a diet coke like right (laughs) like i i don't know hey can i get you some carlo rossi can i get you some box wine can i get you a boda box narcissa uh and, and I don't know, I, 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 I kind of want to believe that there's just like... Because we have Vila, like maybe there's maybe there's some just fucking like Rivendell elves hanging out somewhere, making some wine, chilling out, not really taking part in the war, I guess.
1: Why, why is Dumbledore not reaching out to them to help with the war?
0: <laughs> we know that they're really good at archery and surfing downstairs on shields. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: fuck. And they can do like cool backflips and stuff. God, yeah, you... you yeah Dumbledore uh, uh, Voldemort is getting the Giants Voldemort says hey or uh, and Dumbledore says hey I know you know Giants you know they put all their points in 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 uh, in strength but I know I know some people who have all their points in Dexterity who might be able to help us
1: I I think the problem is is that the elves would 100% join Voldemort so maybe he just like doesn't even want to go there
0: He's just like, yeah, better, better let sleeping dogs lie. Uh, we, I know that the elves will probably be hugely racist, so they're they, definitely yeah.
1: going to be extremely racist. So I'm going to just like not even go there and hope Voldemort doesn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the answer. So a detail from from the chapter we just read. Um, can we talk a little bit about the um, defense pamphlet? I can't believe we actually yes! got to read it. Yes
0: oh fuck, i, yeah, I forgot about this this was it's a great. blast
1: to read it made it made me laugh i thought it was really funny and really clever
0: it's it's i i i have to swallow my hat a little bit we were making fun of it on the last season this is pretty funny like it's 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 got that like um and, and like especially for the time that this book came out i think it's even more uh maybe even more like pointed, but like it has such a good, like, uh, 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 post disaster paranoia vibe to it.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that the reason it works okay for me here is obviously like, cause book five really stumbled in, I mean, we talked about it a lot that it was like, wanted us to believe in like a post eleven wizard world where no nine 11 happened. (laughs) Like not, like nothing had happened. Yeah. And, Granted, no disaster has happened that we really... I mean, a bridge was broken, right? But we don't see it. And it's also not a wizarding structure, so it's hard to feel very, like, connected to that event. Right. But because the story has situated Voldemort appearing as, like, the 9-11 of the story, (laughs) I can just buy that, right? I think it's stupid. Like, I think everything that led up to it was pretty stupid, but... And and i you know i don't know how you declare war on like one like serial killer guy um but but if it like because it is still gesturing at an event i can buy into it and so i think that this works pretty well for me
0: i i think the the thing that's funniest about this is it cuz like i i liked the beginning of order of the phoenix and the way that it sort of played with that like paranoid malaise that harry had all summer Mm -hmm. where he was like he was bored out of his fucking mind waiting for something to happen um but that was happening in the context of like the government not believing him right um and i almost feel like this would have fit better there like if, if 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 we had removed the into you know this this is a big old this is a big old rewrite red pen thing but like i'm just imagining a version of the story where like voldemort coming back was never questioned and the the ministry immediately went into like paranoid overdrive and just sent this uh this this bonkers pamphlet out while nothing was happening for a whole Mm -hmm. summer would have been really great like that would have added to that just like sense of just like there's that there's that really palpable sense of like fear but really bored fear that i find really interesting in that first set of chapters Mm-hmm. uh that that like this ties into really well this just like you know lock your doors uh uh, uh you know be, you know watch your neighbors uh report anyone who's you know being suspicious i mean like like that honestly that one that specific one the uh uh uh, should you feel that a family member colleague friend or neighbor is acting in a strange uh, manner contact the magical law enforcement squad at once they may have been put under the imperious curse
1: that's so scary
0: that's so scary but because that is i mean like this was this book came out in the in the era of like official posters everywhere that said if you see something say something right yeah like 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 that this that's touching on a real thing and i ah like 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 we we we've clowned on the idea of like the really clumsy harry potter post you know 9 11 post london bombing uh 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 story but like that that's that little detail like is better at at like conjuring that image than like anything in book five was uh, Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah that that stuff's super cool
1: trying to think if there's anything else that that struck me from this one uh
0: this I'm was sure. a short chapter but it, we god we kind of packed a lot out of this thing huh like
1: it had this, a lot going on
0: i feel like the sword of damocles is really hanging over us on this book though because I I, I I i i'm i'm so loath to say oh wow this book is so much better than i thought it was gonna be because i just re- like thinking about like we've got horcruxes coming up and i just i don't i don't know i don't know about this
1: i can't believe that we are in for finding out about six objects we need to destroy before the book that tells us about three other unrelated objects (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that worries me a little bit
0: but this chapter was cute yeah yeah I, i i i had a really good time with this one or at least like you know for a, as weird as this chapter was it sure made me think about harry potter broadly a lot mm-hmm. which is i think is a good thing like like that's not something i can say about like every chapter in this series right yeah uh, uh it made me made me think about the story mm. Uh, mm, okay i accidentally pressed the button on the soundboard
1: <laughs> i really thought you just made that sound <laughs> <laughs> yes, like that seems a little extreme mm.
0: <laughs> no i just I, I included that on the soundboard uh and i clicked it on accident uh i guess that's probably a good place for us to take a quick break and come back with a little bit of halloween fun what do you say
1: sounds good
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are in the midst of the best time of year, the spooky season, Halloween. How are you feeling? How spooked out are you at the moment?
1: Um, not very hoping to be to be more. I got my um, my little pumpkin decoration set up. uh, So so I'm working on it. I have some some orange orange string lights to put up that I have not done yet. And I'm kind of running out of time.
0: Yeah, you've got yeah, you got a got a week or so left. Uh that sounds adorable though. I love some good Halloween decorations. Do you ever um just like go to like the, the store and, and like walk around the Halloween like decorations sec-, sec uh sections and just like admire all the weird shit they have there?
1: Oh yeah, lots of um skeletons of various animals. I feel like that's popped up in the last few years and hadn't noticed it before.
0: There is a really good um uh i i was at target they had like you know like the skeleton animal section i love them for one because they are like the least accurate skeletons in the world like they'll have like spider skeletons i'm like "Hmm, hang on a second wait a minute
1: yeah i don't know about that
0: um but uh uh they had a set of like i can only describe them as like they looked like skeleton My Little Pony toys, like they were like that size and and like those proportions. Oh, and they're very cute. I I was like I nearly bought a few of those to, to put around, but uh, yeah, I, I like I I'm a big fan of just like tacky Halloween decoration mm-hmm. stuff. I think they're very cute. Uh, but we are not here to talk about decorations. We are here to see if we can survive. Oh, uh, we are we are apparently in. For a night of scares at Hogwarts. Uh, in this Choose Your Own Adventure, Can You Survive Halloween at Hogwarts by MuggleNet?
1: Wonderful. Thank you, MuggleNet.
0: Uh, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry has an abundance of secrets and mysteries to explore on any given day, but Halloween is an especially mysterious time to be in the castle. This Halloween, try to survive a crazy night at Hogwarts <laughs> in MuggleNet's Choose Your Own Adventure Halloween Tale. Mm. I have no idea, because, like, halloween is when the troll was in the dungeon but other than that halloween is just like a normal holiday uh harry yeah Potter. also it's
1: the anniversary of harry potter's death but he or not harry potter's death harry potter's parents death he doesn't really think about it very much it doesn't yeah, come ever, up I, <laughs> I always forget that and i'm reminded it's like oh lily and james also died on halloween by the way
0: yeah yeah he doesn't seem too phased about that um and also that didn't happen at hogwarts so again i i can't wait to find out like what what they could have conjured up for for a a scary night at hogwarts um i can tell you that they did this in like some sort of google sheets tool Mm. uh, because it has some lingering uh, uh uh google like like uh highlights and underlines where they've misspelled stuff and, and oh sure uh, yeah uh this is this this was this was hot off the presses for halloween um i think, I
1: think neopets had a text adventure making tool so they could have used that
0: Ooh. oh little update because you were mm. telling me about this last week mm-hmm. yeah can you can you give me an update on the flashpocalypse
1: well I don't think it's happened yet and we're still in a holding pattern as they say they're going to convert all of their games out of Flash Okay. Um, so far I don't think anything's been converted yet I think the thing that they're most worried about is the Neopet customization feature which was all built in Flash for some reason uh, because it was way way too late to justify building that in Flash but it's their only money making avenue because that's the real money (laughs) portion (laughs)
0: oh oh oh, please please someone rescue neopets it needs to be preserved Um, i think they just have
1: one guy yeah uh, doing doing that and they're like we're gonna do it and i'm just not i'm not so sure about that
0: (laughs) okay class dismissed you've been waiting anxiously to hear these glorious words all day tonight is the night of the halloween feast and you don't want to be late so you're you hurriedly start to gather your things once you've managed to cram all your books into your school bag, you head out into the corridor. Which house common room do you return to?
1: Uh Hurtwood House.
0: Unfortunately, that is not an option. Uh so like, really? Yeah. Uh, get with the
1: times, Mugglenet. Um <laughs> well, we're we're Slytherin now, so we're we going are, down to the dungeons. We're
0: going down to the dungeons. Slytherin.
1: Closer closer to Snape is what I'm what I always say.
0: That's right. That's that's your motto. Closer to Snape. <laughs> After a long day of classes and crowded hallways, there's nothing better than entering the Slytherin common room. Mm -mm -mm. You heave a sigh of relief at the peace and quiet of your underground home as you head to your dorm. Upon entering, you find your roommates already ready for the feast. You toss your books onto your bed and change quickly. When you're ready, you hurry out of the common room to head to the great hall. we just got there! there. Yeah, (laughs) we could have stayed there. Come on uh you hurry out of the common room head to the great hall you're halfway there when you suddenly realize that you left a textbook in the library that you need for tomorrow you don't want to be late for the feast but you also don't want to lose your textbook do you a hurry down the corridor to the library it won't take long to grab the book or b continue upstairs to the feast the book will still be there later
1: i really thought you were going to say that we left it in the common room and we're gonna have to go back Uh, we'll, we'll go to the library. I'm, okay. I'm, a, studi- I'm a studious uh, individual.
0: All right. You hurry along the corridor, take a corner too quickly, and trip over your school robes. Oh, no. It. Just as you're starting to get up from the floor, you hear a faint whizzing noise approaching. You immediately whip your head around and notice something at the other end of the corridor flying towards you, accompanied by the ominous snarling of a fanged frisbee. <laughs> You look around quickly to assess your escape routes. First, Mm -hmm. you spot a corridor branching off to your right. That might be a bit of a sprint. Then you notice a tapestry on the wall to your left that you could quickly reach to hide behind. You know, you only have a few seconds to make a decision. Do you a sprint towards the corridor, hoping to reach it before the fanged frisbee zooms by or B duck behind the tapestry to hide out until it passes?
1: Uh, I'm not very athletic, so I feel like a sprint isn't my best bet i would like to i would like to get behind the tapestry please
0: okay we are going behind the tapestry (laughs) you duck behind the tapestry and stand stock still for a few moments the corridor is quiet and you breathe a sigh of relief and sink against the wall thank merlin you mutter and then instantly Mm -hmm. regret doing so when you hear a sinister humming sound followed by a strange faint shuffling The sound seems to be edging slowly closer to your hiding place. You could step out into the corridor and continue to the feast, but you do not like that strange sound. You could continue hiding behind the tapestry and hope that that sound and the mysterious presence making it goes away, but your stomach is starting to growl from hunger. Do you A, step into the corridor? You'll take your chances with the strange sound, or B, continue to hide behind the tapestry until the sound goes away.
1: Uh, this reminds me of some of the worst sequences in the video game Deadly Premonition, where you have yeah. to hide from the raincoat killer in like a locker, and then mm-hmm. it's like a it, it's so, it's endless, and then you have to like hold your breath as as it walks by and do like a quick time event. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to um I'd like to hi- I'd like to continue hiding. I will hold my breath like I'm okay. like I'm Francis York Morgan.
0: All right. <sighs> you stay very very still behind the tapestry and wait as the strange sound begins to fade further into the distance you breathe a sigh of relief but realize too late that a presence hovering inches away from you suddenly peeves rips the tapestry from the wall he cackles with delight a malevolent gleam in his eye and without warning or explanation begins pelting you with moldy peanuts and bottles of strange potions the bottles shatter at your feet and splash over your robes which begin to smolder change color and disappear in patches oh no pa- hmm i don't like that Uh, satisfied peeves cackles and swoops away you make a beeline for a common room but by the time you showered and changed, you've missed the feast the end
1: Uh, so i did survive
0: okay you did survive but but peeves did melt your clothes off and uh make you miss the feast
1: that's that's a darn shame but i feel like i feel like this um this game is kind of chickening out when it was like will you survive because i thought i was about to die
0: yeah well let's let's start over shall we and make some new choices sure okay so we're in Slytherin. that can't change probably no
1: closer to snape like i always say
0: closer to snape that's our motto (laughs) all right (laughs) uh do we hurry down the corridor to the library uh or do we continue upstairs to the feast
1: fuck the library let's go to the feast
0: okay going to the feast As you turn a corner towards the staircase, you run into the Fat Friar and the Bloody Baron, literally. It feels like you've just been doused in cold water. You apologize profusely, since the Bloody Baron looks even more angry than usual. The Fat Friar laughs it off good-naturedly and asks if you want to join them on their way to nearly headless Nick's death day party. They've been going to the same party for almost 500 years, and it would be a lot more exciting if a living person attended. You don't want to offend the friar, but you're also slightly frightened of spending more time with the Baron. Do you A, decline the invitation and duck hurriedly behind a tapestry to get away from the Baron, who's eyeing you strangely? Uh, or B, accept the invitation to go down to the dungeons. I'm detecting a little content reuse here, perhaps.
1: Hmm. I'll go to the ghost party.
0: Yeah, ghost party sounds cool. As you make your way down to the dungeons, your breath starts to fog. And your toes some, get colder and some colder. Some misty There's <laughs> Some misty fog in the air. <laughs> the only source of light comes from blue tapers set at intervals along the walls, and you start to hear an eerie screeching sound. Mm. Maybe it sounds like that a little bit. Yeah, I bet. Uh, when you ask about it, you're told it's coming from an orchestra of musical saws. All of a sudden, you hear a much louder sound that is closer at hand. Someone is screaming from a corridor to your right. Do you A, continue to the death day party, or B, investigate the screams?
1: I'll investigate the screams.
0: All right. We're going to investigate some screams. You turn down the corridor to investigate the screams. A thick greenish fog hangs in the air. <sighs>
1: get these dementors out of here
0: accompanied by an overpowering stench like a rotten dragon egg it seems a massive dung bomb was set off outside the common room as a prank three students stagger down the hall robes clutched over their noses before falling to the floor unconscious you rush to help them which is your biggest mistake the horror horrific stench overwhelms you setting your nostrils and throat on fire and your vision begins to swim you pass out alongside the other students you miss the feast the end
1: i'm never gonna i'm never gonna survive
0: we have to survive. I want to survive this. Okay, so we're in Slytherin. Uh, we're continuing upstairs to the feast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're accepting the invitation to go to the dungeons. Sure. And we're going to continue to the death day party. How's that sound?
1: Absolutely. I, I want to go to the ghost party.
0: All right. As you walk past the corridor, a whiff of something foul reaches your nose and you're glad you didn't go investigate. But as you approach the party, an even fouler smell assaults your nostrils. Darn it. There's there's just going to be bad smells no matter where we go. Uh, You peer through the door of the party and see a table covered in rotten food. Several ghosts float through it with their mouths wide open, but you know you don't want to go anywhere near it. Your stomach growls loudly, and you start to regret missing the feast. Maybe you can steal some food from the kitchens afterwards? Nick asks if you're coming in, saying he's so honored to have you there. Do you A, stay at the party and ignore the awful smell, or B, tell Nearly Headless Nick you're going back up to the feast?
1: This is a tough one. What do you think?
0: I mean, I don't want to be rude to Nearly Headless Nick uh he's nice but at the same time i get I feel the feeling like we are if, very
1: weak to smells in this we're, story we,
0: well yeah here's the problem that we're weak to smells but it feels like seems like we're also probably going to die of not having food as well i could see it going either way here
1: oh sure yeah we're, we're uh, we are going to pass out uh from from not eating so so i guess we should leave this doesn't feel like we're on the right path
0: yeah sorry sorry nearly headless nick
1: we made, our, we made a, a fashionable appearance and then had to leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you turn before anyone else can spot you and run back through the dungeons and up the stairs towards the Great Hall. You're halfway up the stairs when you feel a sinking feeling in your stomach as your foot... Plummets suddenly down through a trick stair. Bullshit. You try as hard as you can to yank your foot back out of the step, but after a few minutes, you realize your efforts are futile. You sink down on the step, accepting defeat and wait for someone else to come along. You miss the feast. The end. Fuck.
1: No, I want to gnaw through wrong. my gnaw through my ankle like that guy in that that got stuck under a rock.
0: <laughs> You're in 127 days. Your ankle. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's quickly. Okay, we're going back to the dungeons. We're going to the Death Day party. There's no player we're
1: choice s- in, the, in this game.
0: This is bullshit. Yeah, we're staying at the party. We're ignoring the awful smell. Okay. You brave the foul odor of rotten food and the screeching orchestra of saws and make your way into the crowd of ghosts enjoying the Death Day party. You quickly notice you're the only living person present, which makes you a popular party guest. You mm-hmm. spend the evening chatting with a lot of ghosts you've never met before, and eventually your nose seems to adjust to the smell. All of a sudden, the members of the Headless Hunt burst through the wall, flooding into the room in a chorus of ghostly cheers. You're having such a good time, you forget all about the feast. You never thought you'd enjoy an evening with the dead so much. Okay, well, hang God on. God damn it. I'm calling bullshit on this. We we don't get to the feast in any of these options here. We gotta get the
1: right one. We gotta ignore everything. We're going to the feast. We're
0: going to the fucking feast. Okay. Let's go back. Slytherin hurrying down the corridor to the feast. We're not we're declining the invitation. We are going to step into the corridor. Okay, this is yes, I was right. This takes us to the back of the tapestry uh and and instead of continuing to hide like we did before, we're going to step into the corridor uh you instantly come to uh, regret your decision when you come face to face with peeves hands shuffling in a bowl of peanuts <laughs> that again. look like they are covered in mold going to the feast he asks the mischievous grin and offers you a handful of peanuts surely you don't want a snack nick has all sorts of tasty treats at the death day party in the dungeons He motions for you to follow him into the dungeons you know it's a mistake to follow peeves anywhere but you were kind of curious about what it- no we are going to the fucking feast <laughs>
1: no <laughs> we
0: are going to the feast we're going to the great hall you finally make it to the feast oh, the thank room God. is filled with orange and black streamers that dance across the ceiling and the majority of the light is provided by massive twinkling jack-o'-lanterns that must have come mm. straight out of hagrid's garden wonderful there are even swarms of live bats that swoop across the room every so often causing nervous giggles and playful screams to echo across the room when the bats just get a little too close mm. you slide straight down the hall to your house's table your friends your friends eagerly wave you over there to their end when they save you a seat uh they pass you a plate and you readily fill it with all of the delicious smelling food finally a good smell we've had so many bad smells in this uh this is a belief yeah after everything you've been through you can't wait to eat relax and enjoy haven't all the been through anything. Details. we went
1: immediately to the feast <laughs> we ignored every other option to get here
0: <laughs> Yeah, this only works if we have done if we have save-scummed this whole adventure, <laughs> which we have. It's like, oh, it's like Undertale though. It's it's like it's it's acknowledging uh you know this that, that Yeah, you you've to... done this
1: many times, haven't you? You've been through yeah. a lot, haven't you?
0: Yeah, you're gonna relax and enjoy all the spooky details uh of the Great Hall. And hooray, you're just in time for the spooky performance by the Hogwarts choir. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? That's it.
1: The right option was to do nothing?
0: The right right option was to just fucking do nothing.
1: You know, sometimes sometimes that's life, you know?
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I think I learned a lot here today. I cannot get over the all you've been through part of this, honestly. (laughs) 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 Oh, God, the the you may also like segment here is so tempting to like to like click through we have Mm. uh an article here how friends characters break the hogwarts house stereotypes part one which implies the existence of more parts so that's that's something i do have one one more thing here sure
1: halloween treat hit me hit me with hit me with another one
0: hit you with one more halloween treat okay we have how to bring hogwarts how to bring a hogwarts halloween to your muggle school this is uh just an article and it's it's just a little bit cursed just Mm. there's a little bit of a halloween scare for us as as we wrap up here The best time of year is upon us, I agree, and all we want to do is celebrate. For those of us who believe that October is a state of mind and Halloween isn't just a day, we want to extend the celebration in any way we can. So far, so good. Yeah. While high schools can be restrictive about Halloween, only allowing the barest of costumes and banning tricks and treats, there are still a few ways to create Halloween magic in your mogul school, whether it's high school or college. Here are some of my favorites. 1. Create a plain clothes costume. Take some inspiration from my favorite young witch and dress down. This costume would be fairly easy to put together. And it's a picture of Hermione from the third movie. <laughs> All you uh-huh. need is a pink hoodie, a shirt, jeans, and a rainbow belt and sneakers. Then just curl or tease your hair into the traditional Hermione mane and you have a costume. You can do this with any of the Harry Potter characters. I've seen someone dressed as serious Black. With jeans, a coat, and a dark button-down shirt. All
1: you need all you need to do is be completely nude and wear a big coat and mysterious <laughs> <black>. <laughs> you're serious black.
0: you will be nude, covered in tattoos, and wear a huge fur coat for Halloween. You'll you'll Easy. be the talk of the school. It can be done. Use your imagination and you never know what you can throw together. Mm. Uh number two, uh this Quirrell was very brave to do this in a college library, and it links to a video of someone... This is awful. This is a video of someone running into a uh, college classroom yelling troll in the dungeon and getting like no response. Uh, it, is, it is really embarrassing. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't reenact your favorite scene. Get some friends together and stage the dueling tournaments from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets in the school quad during lunch. Get a Harry Potter club involved and try a flash mob while dancing to Hedwig's theme. Can you really dance? Like, I mean, you could ballroom dance, I suppose. Mm, dub,
1: dubstep you, remix of Hedwig's you theme. Can't,
0: you can't really, like, pop and lock it to Hedwig's theme. Uh, even try to organize a Deathly Hallow scavenger hunt across campus. I just recommend not resurrecting Voldemort in the middle of your gym. Bad idea. Mm-hmm that one i do agree with that is a bad idea um i would say that out of all of those organizing a scavenger hunt seems the least insane uh but uh what would reenacting the dueling club scene in the quad entail
1: yeah and more importantly who's gonna be snape
0: (laughs) no one no one can be snape it's just that's just an impossible role to fill yeah it's asking too much it of really is
1: yeah um but but sure yeah i mean you could do a little a little reenactment where you have you have lockhart and snape those are the roles you have to fill and i guess harry and draco the other two
0: that's yeah. fun for everyone
1: everyone wants yeah. that
0: everyone wants to do that do you get a real snake
1: um yeah like part of it is that the the person that wants to play draco has to have a pet snake that that they bring <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay no uh, if, if i could just like hang out on the quad and and chill out with someone's pet snake that sounds great snakes are great i love snakes
1: mm, this is probably like the least chill kind of event that you could maybe go to
0: yeah so you probably, probably well the snake is probably pretty agitated especially if they're going to be throwing him like out of a wand yeah or don't do that yeah don't throw your snake please uh finally number three this one's cute I love handing out treats during the month of Halloween. Some schools are very strict about food being handed out on campus, but there is one way I know to get around that. Just hand it out in a classroom. (laughs) mm, I don't know if those are like mutually exclusive. (laughs) just hand it out in a classroom choose your favorite class and bring treats with you to share i like making something usually my monster cookies recipe mm. but harry potter treats are game as well just make sure to individually wrap them using halloween treat bags to ensure sure there's no greedy grabs or bare hands
1: oh yeah you got you got to put a stop to that um can i hand out cans of cream soda to everyone in my class
0: <laughs> it's butter beer hey everyone i brought us beer to class butter <laughs> beer <laughs> Of course, these are just the beginning. You could dress up like a Hogwarts founder. No one, who the fuck would recognize that? You would just look like a monk or something. Like, just, who is this guy walking around?
1: Yeah, what is that? I guess there are those illustrations on Pottermore. Um, not anymore, but there were. I guess those are floating around, but I can't picture them.
0: Uh, You could dress up like a Hogwarts founder and go around spouting facts about the beginning of either Hogwarts or your muggle school. If you, okay that would be even more confused okay so if like i feel like maybe the most diehard harry potter fans would at least get it if you were like oh i'm i i pulled gryffindor's sword out of a hat Ooh, look at me i had a goblin sword like like okay you, you, that's at least doable if you were like concocted like your own school's wizard founder no one would know what the hell was going on, and would probably run away. See, like,
1: now, now I'm even more confused because what I was imagining was someone dressed as like Godric Gryffindor. They already don't recognize you, but then you're going to a real school and spouting <laughs> off facts about the school you are at, which is very confusing because it's like Godric Gryffindor, you know, founder of of Gryffindor and Hogwarts. Why do you know all these facts about my local high school? <laughs>
0: who why is this why is this monk here telling me about why when they built the basketball court at my school this is really weird (laughs) (laughs) of course these are just the beginning you could uh 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 really release a troll in the dungeon or gym could could you
1: how tell tell us more
0: that's all they say you could really release a troll in the dungeon or gym you could even convince peeves to unleash havoc in the library but remember he'll want to be compensated
1: what like like an internet (sighs) troll
0: (laughs) oh mm, there you go oh i'm the troll in the dungeon i'm i'm posting about the last jedi and uh here i am (laughs) i'm replying to (laughs) trump tweets here i go uh (laughs) Uh, peeves unleashing havoc in the library just seems like a, a really mean thing to do because you just like trash a library and I'm like, oh, I guess peeves did it. It's like, no, you did. Asshole. You did it.
1: you can't you, did you it. can't you can't get out of that like that.
0: As long as your tricks are all treats, a Hogwarts Halloween is within your grasp. Mm-hmm. that is a beautiful slogan that's i mean okay so so i think closer to snape is is the better motto for sure that's my motto but uh <laughs> could that be the, the like on the on could we like translate that into latin and put that like on the hurtwood crest
1: yes i think we could
0: <laughs> Is that our new is that our new house motto closer I'm, to snape mm,
1: yeah you know that's It that's how that's how lore happens and that's just that's the lore now
0: that's the lore that's our motto uh i i i do feel that uh, as long as all your tricks are treats you'll have a hogwarts halloween that's that's a pretty good motto That's
1: that's that's a pretty good motto
0: yeah that's that's up there for sure well I think we have run out of time. We've had a a big old episode here uh, with lots of interesting discussion and some Halloween spooks and scares. We should probably wrap it up. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Our theme song is Haunt McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. You can check them out on Bandcamp and you can check us out at patreon.com slash you should really check that out right now because we just posted a huge let's play of the first part of the harry potter in the order of the phoenix pc game it was a huge amount of fun i had a blast i think people are enjoying it and uh it's it's uh it's a hefty one it's like a 90 minute episode um damn and uh yeah it's that's cool, a long right? episode that's a long ass that's let's a lot play con- that we that's did a lot of content that's a lot of bang for your buck. So check that out and uh, we'll be recording another one of those uh soon to continue that series. And Liz, what are we going to read next week?
1: Uh we're reading chapter 4 which is called Horace Slughorn and I feel like it has been forever since we had like a new character introduced.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like we had we had like Tonks and Kingsley and everyone but they're like really background. Slughorn is like He's like the Lockhart of this. Ooh, ring theory. Ring Theory. We've got it. Ooh, Ring Theory is real. Ring Theory is back. We've got our Lockhart for this book, potentially. Mm -hmm. We've got the new professor coming in who'll be a major character. I'm I don't know what to think of. I, I don't know. I don't remember anything about Slughorn, so I'm kind of excited to like get into that stuff, I guess. I like like at least compared to what else i know is coming in this book i'm like yeah i I can deal with a new professor that sounds cool
1: yeah i'm excited
0: yeah so we have that to look forward to but uh you know even if you're thinking even if you're with us on this like "Ooh, is this book good train just please please read another book don't set yourself up for disappointment
1: (laughs) please read another book
0: Makes ocean roll seem tame Better know what you're after If you catch a eye Cause this hot mama Is just a cat in disguise